Mike, you have not seen basketball in a week. Is that true? I'm true or false? I'm depressed. <laughs> okay, good start. I'm depressed. I've just been eating cakes. Whole cakes. Entire I have cakes. to go to the gym because I've been eating What's too many cakes. What's got you caked up? Um, Our hometown hero... He crashed and burned. Taysen Jadum. Hometown hero crash and burn. Lakers did a big big sweep. Nothing nothing good about this game of basketball. Are you mad like all the other casuals that it's going to be a, a Nuggets Heat Finals? I don't even want to be here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, actually. down bad. Actually, I think it's. I I think the finals are going to be I think the finals are going to be really good. Um, I'm very excited. I, I mean, Denver is going to absolutely pulverize the Heat. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they'll, that seems to be the consensus. They'll get they'll get a game or two off them, like no doubt, just because that's who the Heat are. But um, sure. No, I don't know. I just was I was just watching Game Seven last night. I was just I was just a bummer. I don't know. Like it was a bad Game Seven, but I mean. Arguably the the greatest playoff game of all time for Game Six, though. So we got that going. It's for true, it. it's true. But I was that was I was saying this to Beard. Dropping. I was saying this to Beard last night. I was like, watch it. This is a Game Seven, and I just don't feel like the Celtics are are that good. It's <laughs> like I right. I don't know. It wasn't, but it wasn't that game. It, I I think it. What I was saying last night was just after watching. Denver so closely for the first time really during that four game series with the Lakers and then uh-huh. watching the Heat and the Celtics I was like dude like Denver's just better like they're just so yeah. much better yeah for sure it's going to be trouble for for the Heat I I really hope this is not a sweep finals I don't I I, I don't think it will be but that would be very much a letdown um, I don't think it'll be a but sweep. Damn. It might be a maybe a gentleman's. a gentleman's sweep, perhaps. But also, I'm gonna say this too because I feel like I, like many other people, fell into the trap of being like, "Oh well, a game seven in Boston, they'll never, they'll totally. they'll never win that." Like game seven yep. in Boston, that's a guaranteed Celtics victory, and that just wasn't the case at all. Which I should have been smarter and known that. The fact that they lost Game Six by just a freak last-second play, sure, yeah, would have would have been more. I don't know. Like you'd think that would be psychologically devastating, but the, I felt I felt the same way as you. And then you look at the stats: Celtics are five and six at home in this playoffs run, and so they just like it, it, they're just trash shooting behind the the three-point line. Like my yeah. God, I mean. They're they're very hot and cold, right? Like some games they've sure. got it, other games they and Derek but, White. Derek White was pretty legendary almost this entire series. He's consistent as fuck. Yeah, MVP for sure. Um, Caleb Martin should have been the goddamn. Yes, guy. the Eastern Conference. People are saying MVP that should have gone to Caleb. Here's 100%. here's a quick Caleb thing. Game seven uh, scored 135 points on 60 percent shooting. This is the series, not game seven. He scored uh, 135 points in shooting. Game 7. 
but 60% shooting in Boston, uh, like against Boston, mm-hmm. only six players have scored more points on 60% shooting in a conference finals, finals in the past 40 years. Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, Makes sense. Makes sense. Dwayne Wade, Sean Kemp, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Dwight Howard. Wow. That is good company for like yeah. a, I would say, uh, half the fans probably don't know who he is. Like, I feel like we went are, to are high school guys... with a guy named Caleb Martin. Um, Caleb I hope Martin? not. But I went to school with a Cody Martin. He hit me with the violin. Nice. Okay, first of all, fuck anybody named Cody Martin because this kid hit me with a violin case on the back of the bus. <laughs> I was making fun of him, and his name was Cody Martin. So, um, Caleb, you're you're in the clear, but your brother, it's on site with Mike. Love but, that. um, God, what was I gonna say? I, oh, you got derailed you into think, childhood memories. Well, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think well not think, but if you were in Jimmy Butler's position, would you as a as a courtesy offer the trophy to Caleb Martin? Cause, yeah, that's a good move. Cause like that's kind of a leader move, I guess, but sure. also like Jimmy, you didn't do it. You're just the yes. name. But like you had some absolute bed dumping games. He stunk game six. And guess who kept them alive and like, you know, the ones that he sh- shit the bed in right yeah i mean if caleb, that's caleb and caleb gabe Martin. to a little bit of a lesser extent like yeah, gabe wasn't true. quite as lights out but he was he picked up a lot of the slack when jimmy just did not know what he was doing mm-hmm. i feel like that would be yeah, a cool was, a cool locker room move i was telling yeah. i think i was telling mike this last night but like i just i keep losing my goddamn train of thought um jimmy the thing that saves jimmy when he has really bad games and just kind of overall, I guess, is that he's high effort as hell. Like yes, he's totally. always just still going to be hustling, diving for balls, playing passing lanes, blocking yeah. shots, all this shit. Active hands. Yeah. So. Getting where he's supposed to be. But he was absolutely Ben Simmons in game six. He was passing up open oh. looks. He was genuinely scared to shoot on on those Celtics. It was, it was kind of surprising, honestly. Um Jumping back to Game 5 real quick, just a shout-out because that's when it happened. Jason Tatum passed Larry Bird oh, yeah. for uh, the uh, – he's now the second Celtics player with 500 points in multiple playoffs joining Larry Bird, and then I believe he passed Bird for most uh, playoff points by a Celtic. Um, so big, he's only 19, big day for dude. him. Yeah, and he's still a baby. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Tatum, I think – just because of Brown's volume and terrible shooting in Game 7, I feel like he was the easier guy to blame. And uh, Tatum had, like, an injury on the first possession. Brown was but Brown had eight turnovers. Oh, dookie. Just unbelievable. And he was uh, – Skip and Shannon – Skip was talking about this, going like – he or Shannon, I think. He was like, first of all, we found someone with worse handles than Russ. Like, yeah, oh he, my God. he, he was doing just between the legs and just – hitting it off his own foot like behind the back he was losing the ball it's like these are things that an nba player does like can do he did like he was trying to do like a the simplest little like shimmy crossover hezzy type move and just the ball didn't even touch the hand that he was like wanting it to go to just it was just like gone truly depressing (laughs) god man i that game and it wasn't even like miami did nothing special they went in there and just played a game right right and it was an average game versus a meltdown. And, yeah, Boston just like stood on their hands and played with their feet. Just brutal. Um, 
still i mean still got some consistency oh, got some good I'm shots so from Derek white but like uh everything else it was just hard to look at i think it was four to nine with like six minutes left in the first like that just it looked like they were on pace to have like a 40 point game <laughs> like brutal um just a, a quick i guess like breakdown i think because i i feel like we should focus on the jaw-dropping insanity of game six like the last three seconds but um uh, lowry checked in early in the third immediately did the dumbest thing of all time like biffed a ball out of bounds uh tatum didn't score in the second half until 647 left in the fourth so he was kind of non-existent and then you fast forward to like two minutes left jimmy hits one from deep which he, i don't think he attempts more than like half a three-pointer per game in the regular season but he's had some crazy ones when it counts uh cut the lead to four with two minutes left robinson had his second wide open three could have tied it uh duncan chunked it then jimmy who was it that fouled jimmy on that three in the corner al al horford fouls jimmy with three seconds left he goes three for three lights out clutch time from the line and you just think, oh, shit, like, they're going to win it. They, these guys can't put up – they couldn't – Missoula could not conjure up a play for an out-of-bounds play, and, and these guys couldn't shoot it if they did get an open look. <laughs> like, it really felt like Jimmy just destroyed the Celtics in three seconds left, inbounded it to Marcus Smart, right, who had the hot, yeah. hot hand, um, has a – what double triple bounce on the rim looks a little bit like that Kawhi shot from conference finals past and then uh dumbass Max Struess who should not have been out there to begin with was so worried about face up defending Jason Tatum uh he lets White just slip right into the post behind him White hits a layup with 0.2 or 0.1 seconds left and they win game six unbelievable I do kind of agree though with like uh, if you listen to Spo after the game or whatever, he was like, "There's literally one bounce that could have happened that yeah. would have hurt us, and it, the ball took that bounce, and like that's just how it goes." Like, I don't sure. know if it's a. I mean, part of me was like, "Why was no one boxing out Derek White?" But then the other part of me is like, just seeing how the defense rotated and stuff, and just being like, "Well, you just kind of just shit luck." <laughs> like, sure. Yeah, it was it was a miracle, like a Dennis Rodman rebound where he would just spend hours like watching the flight of the ball off the rim. Like it just couldn't have landed in his hands better. <laughs> but I I I think that's true. But I do think Struess chunked it. Uh, just didn't didn't box out on that. It was if it were tragic. me out there, I, yeah, if, it's, I, I was just I thinking if Mike out. was there, I if Mike was the out. ball, <laughs> Mister Fundamental. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, just no words for that crazy. I do want to say I bet on the Heat in game five and six, and then for oh, game good. seven I said, you know what, fuck it. I guess I'll just put 30 on the Celtics. <laughs> so I went over three in the in the last run of this Brutal. series. I did bet against, I did bet against the, the spread last worst night. Worst gut in the whole world. Yeah. When in doubt, I will, I will chunk something. When in doubt, bet the opposite of what I'm doing. I will say, just a quick knot corner, this is the second season in a row where I have bet both teams that are in the finals right now to win the finals. So I either make 90 bucks on the Heat or 160 on the Nuggets. Wait, is that so from... I feel good when, about that. When, when did you place those? Preseason. 
Oh, before, shoot. Before this season. Wait, how many teams did you say were going to win the NBA Finals? How many? Five. Oh, I put well, a cu- I put like it's not I put bad. like a big chunk on the Celtics, and then I put like ten on the Warriors, and then I just made, made like two, three, four dollar bets on everyone else. When because the odds get so crazy once you get past like the top four favorites, and obviously you put you put money on the Lakers to win it all. Ah, uh, nope. no, I skipped those guys. Oh, I did put the, I did put two dollars on the Timberwolves though. <laughs> that's okay. That's insulting. <laughs> I love it, um, but yeah. Any, I, I guess, just now that we're heading into the finals, thoughts thoughts on this postseason so far, or uh, any anything that jumps out to you guys? I really don't have much besides yeah. besides that. Congrats to Jokic and the <laughs> yeah, sure. And the Nuggets. Early congratulations. I mean, I like the part of me like I like the story of you know I don't know the heat like. This idea of heat culture and like this, you know, a deep, uh, sure, a deep, a undrafted deep, talent, yeah, deep seated, just uh, a grind and grit of these like undrafted guys who learn how to play this unselfish heat basketball. And you know, I like, I there's something to that story for sure. There's definitely something to like Pat Riley being in Boston to see Boston lose a game seven and, and have the heat go on, like, those are. Those are pretty good storylines, but um, yeah. I mean, I think the storyline it, it's in a similar way, like as improbable maybe or as underdogs as the Heat have seemed. Like it's yeah. kind of the same thing in the West, even though the even though Denver was with the number one seed all year. Like I don't think people really like I certainly did not really sure. give them due credit until I like actually sat down and watched them every dribble of them like dismantling my team and being like yeah. oh shit this is not a joke like these guys are <laughs> that good yeah i i think you're right narrative wise they were very overlooked at best i don't think people were actively quite down on them if they ever came up but they just never came up you know i um had jamal murray on my fantasy team so i'm a pretty hardcore believer and yeah and nuggets that, fan that sure. would do it so, what year this pretty this legit season? pretty hardcore yeah this season. nice yeah this, i think this it was my first it. overall pick nice. so i'm like really into him and the whole nugget squad real good unit yeah it's gonna be just very fun to see them and i i you know if the heat get a couple games and make it entertaining i'm i'm really happy no matter what happens like i mean an eight seed there's been one eight seed to even get to the finals and that was my knicks in the lockout season 98 99 um obviously no one's ever won it they got squashed in five uh by the spurs what do you think Jokic is gonna do if they win? Do you think he's taking that trophy to his horse, his stables? Yeah, yeah he's he's soldering it to his little his little trolley, his oh horse buggy. Bro, imagine him just like Borat, just like going down his dirt road. <laughs> oh, that beautiful trophy! I love that it. What's the sweet. what's the the uh the Nuggets home game commentator coined his weird little shimmy sidestep. It's it's his hometown. Oh, uh, the something shuffle, the Sabob shuffle or something. If only we had a guy that would Google stuff. I know. Yeah, we man, we really gotta point. get we really gotta Jeez. get one of those guys. We need a fourth Mike. Yeah. <laughs> we need to hire a second guy named Mike Sambor. Sambor shuffle. Nice. I love um, that. That's amazing. Yeah. Too bad I don't do that kind of work anymore. 
Yeah. yeah. Ever since we fired you. <laughs> ever since we demoted you, you to main main co-host. I haven't. I haven't. As soon as I got promoted, I, I haven't done five minutes of work for this show. Not even a <laughs> shit. I said I've earned this. Oh, I don't think I texted this to you guys. This is a nothing burger. But uh, back in game three, uh, some stupid online thing reported that Miami Heat player Jimmy Butler and Shakira both followed each other on Instagram after Shakira attended last night's oh game. Incredible. <laughs> do you go. think do you think he smashed? Go off. Go off, Jimmy. I love that. And then did you guys see the Tyler Hero Stan Van Gundy beef back and forth about um I think it was game two or oh, three. His fits. Yeah, Van Gundy says like we need him back in the game because his fashion on the bench is so bad. That, like, he makes him want to kill himself uniform. or something like that. Yeah. Van Gundy is so funny, and also he's right. Tyler Hero looks bad. Oh, he's awful. He's, looks he's like like a goofball. Awful. Something about him growing his hair out and then like wearing this little like this, this gross little like uh, what what should we call it like the chin chin, chin strap chin hair thing. like. It yeah, just it looks like, like an eyelash on his just, chin. He <laughs> looks like a lost eighth grader, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a, a Supreme model that, like, got fired a year ago, and now they're just doing, like, designer drugs. And they don't <laughs> really, like a, they haven't really gotten back on their feet yet. Yeah, just having a bad time. Ugh. And, uh, okay, so I guess sort of side narrative or thought, how bad does it make hero look that they have gotten to the fucking finals without him playing like that's That's crazy he was he was the second scoring option like he he was averaging great numbers um and they just have completely not missed him sort of you know he's a liability he's a traffic cone he's a traffic cone (laughs) he's part of the reason he got six man of the year was he's good on defense he's ass on everything okay Okay. <laughs> Including fashion and being on the bench. He's not even good at being on the bench. He's bad at being on the bench. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that is funny. Um, depressing news uh, from Dan Bernstein, columnist of the score. Uh, he got a hot tip that says the Chicago Bulls privately don't think that it's likely Lonzo oh, yeah. Ball will ever play again. Oh, my that's, God. That's yeah. really depressing. It's one of those things where I almost wish we would have known that like a year and a half ago wow. so it wasn't just waiting 130 games just to find out that it's like, oh, you'll probably never see him again. If that's yeah. true, that is really, really, really sad. That's 100%. crazy. Um, yeah, it makes you – I mean, the Bulls just ate so much of that contract of him sitting there doing nothing, and now they'll get zilch for him. That's That sucks for, for an up-and-coming team that, you know, when they're healthy, that – could have been beautiful. Also, we're talking about a young, a very young man yep. who will just ne- yeah. never play yeah. again. Yeah. Well, it's still, it's still, I guess, hearsay at this point, but I guess we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, jumping back to the guys who just got knocked out, you've got two potential Supermaxes coming up. Did we talk about this last week? Something. I, I think we've... Jalen and Tatum. Like any, yeah. any any off-dome thoughts Dump about what you... Yeah. Dump them <laughs> yeah, both. Get rid of both. Get literally anybody else. Oh. I've been I was screaming at my phone all morning because I kept seeing uh, Nick's Twitter sources going like Jalen Brown has to be our number one guy we look for. I'm like, oh yeah, great, another guy who like fumbles the ball out of bounds oh, off his own foot. We we didn't have enough of that, bro. This is this is it. Luca, Kyrie, 
Tatum Brown straight swap. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, could you imagine that would Boston be with bizarre. that? Uh, Dallas would still suck, but yeah. Boston would be insane. Boston with three P. A straight swap of Luca for for Jalen. <laughs> Luca and uh, Irving and, and Brown. Luca no or uh, Tatum. Yeah. I that's <laughs> I bet their contracts are similar size. The numbers might work. The 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 chemistry and whatever, <laughs> all those other variables would be impossible. Boston but. would go Boston would be insanely good. Yeah. Do you think Boston still Boston hates Kyrie though? Do you think they yeah, his that, fans oh, no, would... the logist like the real logistics of it right. make no fucking sense. But just like from a macro perspective right. and just not looking at the details. Oh no. That's well, Boston at least has like a team around their stars. Exactly. Yeah. And like plug two people in easier. of the greatest scorers in the league. Really, not fucking fumble hands and <laughs> yeah, not the regular season nine bricks a game MVPs. Um, I will say, and it then is the ast- defense that stays there, pff, crazy. It's astounding to to watch how many shots Tatum puts up a game, just sheer volume wise. But then, like, how many of those are just like zero for seven three point, oh, just like yeah, like shoot, like launching them into space, and they're just coming down, yeah, like clanking. And like, I, I get it's like also a thing of like shooters shoot and you need numbers and that's like how it mm-hmm. works and but whatever but I, just but strictly point, get f- to the from rack. three my yeah. god that and yeah, oh, oh mix up I just the shot chart i just remember this the i fully <laughs> this is i'm 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 getting heated Uh-oh. this is i'm fully disagreeing with joe Missoula's take post game in the post game presser being like at some point you guys were freaking four for four thousand from the from three point like do you Uh think that you should have not done that and he was like no actually that was the greatest decision i've ever made as a coach (laughs) tell everybody to get on the three-point line and shoot 93s even though as a team we were one for 97 and was like, heavily contested God. the majority of them. Like, not good looks. Bro, it's not a, like, well, you missed it, but that's a shot you take every time. It was like bad Chuck, looks. Chuck said, was, I think maybe it was Chuck last night was saying, like, he was like, coaches, like, you might not coach that. or so. It was like something like, you might not coach that, but you're allowing that to happen. Like, you might not be coaching, sure. yeah. like, actively coaching that into existence, but you're definitely not, like, you're definitely not altering the course of that happening. Right. Bro, I said after the first quarter that if they keep just settling for these threes, it's over. Like, sure, get to the rack. You th- once you do that, then you'll get these open threes. But right now, you're just clanking any three, and so that just makes the defense so much easier. Part totally. of part of me almost feels like I like okay, I respect you sticking to your guns that hard, but it's also like for fucking what? Like yeah. you like so you lived in you truly lived or died by the three. And you died so hard. You were very like, dead. A very public so execution. Yes. Yeah, you were in the middle of the town square. You were electric chair <laughs> with a guillotine around yeah. your head as you hanged. How do you live with that? Like that's in not... front of a firing squad. <laughs> just, just being murdered in four different ways in, in the public square. That's just not a strategy to me. Like I, no. I yeah, it's it's definitely like I. I mean, I get it, but also. It's just not a stra- – like, that's not what I, – I feel like that's not what really good coaches and really good mm, long-term sure. franchises do in terms of being just like, well, if it had gone differently, we would have won. And it's like, well, yeah, that's 
yes, why didn't you make it go differently? Yeah. I don't so there's that. like, there's like two things about this that that drive me insane, and it's one. Well, Mike, I want to talk about how the disinterest that the uh, Celtics always show remind me of that because I forgot what my first point is. So I'm going to try to dig back in those file cabinets real quick. But at some point when you're doing that, when you're bricking all these threes, yeah. then it comes to a point where the only way you can get back in the game is being the Warriors for the last decade and sure. shooting your way back into the right. game with threes, <laughs> right. which True. you're not making. So it's just like – it's just a – don't – even fall down that trap yeah but it's something that i guess hindsight is yeah you're definitely right about that you're like we missed we missed uh 55 uh threes as a team so but if we make 20 of our next 20 we'll be right back <laughs> <in it. laughs> yeah that's that is a tragic uh paradox i guess the deeper down you go yeah, the uh, the Celtics game seven went nine for forty two from three point percentage twenty one point four percent. God damn. I I I generally I actually I feel like I've liked J- Joe Missoula. I'm just I'm ragging Oof. on him now specifically because of that comment. Like just like yeah, sure. Yeah, then that's being a like tough one. it's a bad look. You bricked all of your three pointers. Do you would you change anything? No. It's like okay. I just I don't think he has the sauce, man. He's 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 got no experience. He has a team that that just by default can get at least to the second round of the, the playoffs. Yeah. Like if not the conference finals, which they've done like three out of the last five times, I think. Uh, so the the floor for these guys is a very good basketball team, and if mm-hmm. you if the, at that point the coaching becomes very important, that that's the difference maker. If you're not changing the the lineups a lot but like i feel like there's got to be a way with tatum and brown being as unbelievably talented as they are when they're at their best Mm -hmm. like there's got to be a way when 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 one or both of those guys is faltering to like use them differently or like to to whether it's like on the switches or the screens or or like defensively like whatever it is like there's got to be like and i know like because Shaq was saying this last night too is like you know, at the end of the day, if you're the superstar, like, you know, you know, it's not, it's not the coach. It, it's, it's going to be on you, but at yeah. the same time, yeah. like you can do, I, I really believe that as a coach, you can do even small things that will, that make a huge difference. Like just call, totally. call yeah. like the one, you know, one good set play on like an inbound where the, where the defense isn't expecting it. You get a quick bucket. Like that can be a huge momentum shift. Like, yeah. It's stuff like that where, like, you got to – I don't know. I just feel like for for those guys to be as good as they are, you got to find ways to, to use them more effectively when they're not draining everything. And I feel like Spo is perfect at that and also oh, yes. perfect at countering a Missoula that would tr- be trying to do that. Like, yeah. I feel like he would, like, read what Missoula's trying to set up and then just be like, nope, shutting that down, calling a timeout. You know, like, yeah, totally. Missoula's trying to set up all this, timeout, fuck it. He's not just, letting you get any momentum. He's an adjustment god. He knows how to play the clock, and he knows how to play to his guys' strengths. It's It was a brutal matchup for coaching. And, suppose a guy no one wants to go up against, let alone a dude who's taking over because of a sex scandal. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Also, like, Jimmy beat – I said that in the, in, the, in the chat, but Jimmy beat 
Spo in the Big East yep. finals or whatever in 2011 yeah. as players. Very so cool. So have, <laughs> have a guy that ended your college career. <laughs> Just come back and I'm going to embarrass you, Barry. Come back and, <laughs> I'm going to embarrass you, Joey. That's so fucking funny. Brutal. And it's crazy that they're the same age. Yeah, yeah I, was I know. That is that. bizarre. He's the youngest NBA coach right now, right? I think so. 34 yeah. or something? 30, I was, yeah, was going to say, is Jimmy 30? Because I knew Joe was 34, and I was like, is Jimmy 34? But yeah, I Right around there. Been around. Um, been around. That's crazy. They p- literally played each other in college, though. That's so wild. Insane. You guys I, seen the head coach moves? We got two two big ones that I have. Coach. Uh, Bucks <laughs> hiring Adrian Griffin, bringing in the Raptors assistant coach. And the 76ers hiring Nick Nurse, yeah. the former Raptors head coach. So I guess there's something there's something in the in the coaching water up there in Toronto that people wanted him. Um, that could be cool. I, how do you guys feel about Nick Nurse? Just gut feeling. Where's he I from? Like then I'll have to. Then I'll, I'll then I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I really don't know hardly anything about him. He's he's like a name that just feels familiar, but uh, he won with Kawhi. He yeah. won Coach of the Year. You could you could make the Wyatt. case he got carried, but yeah. So five years as assistant coach of the Raptors, five years as a head coach of the Raptors from 2018 to 23, and that's that's his only uh, professional, uh, non-college level stuff. So he's really just only been with the Raptors. Got a ring out of it, so I don't know. That was his second year coaching. He gets the chip. I mean, getting a ring with the Raptors does kind of rule. For sure. Yeah, it's a cool track record. And then Adrian Griffin, I have no zero context for. I think he's, I don't think he's ever been a head coach. Well, what's going on in Toronto then? Are they just, they're coachless? All of their former head coaches and assistant coaches have now been hired elsewhere. Yeah, they're all, they're all sacked. Nick Nurse is from Carroll, Iowa. So, hmm. So Do with that info what you will. <laughs> That's close enough to basketball. I like, That's a boring re- enough place. <laughs> refrained from judgment. On that. He, said, he yeah. said, on the one hand, he's a fellow Midwesterner. On the other hand, I don't really know where that is. So just you make up your own mind. <laughs> yeah, so so still in flux for the Raptors right now. Uh, nothing oh, nothing yeah. firm there yet. Vince Carter. That would be very sick. Oh. Even if he's a bad coach, he would still be such a sick coach. Bro, yeah. would he have to wear the headband as a coach? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> that would be tight. And he would have to oh, we- <laughs> dunk players in between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> we also got uh, Bob Myers stepping down as the Warriors president and general Good manager. Good riddance. Um, not, not as cool as coaching change-ups, but still technically something. <laughs> Um, like yeah. stepping down for why? Like he's just retired? Yeah, just just done with it. I guess. Uh, there's gonna be a sex scandal coming out. Bet. Oh, money. that's a <laughs> beard was involved. Call. <laughs> so, yeah, so he knows. I I can't say much, but no, I, I think he was like in between contracts. I don't think it was like a random thing, if I'm not mistaken. Because I think I saw that he like was offered money, and he's like, nah, nah, player, I'm good. <laughs> Oh, here's a fun. I I didn't see this until until after work today, but uh tennis star Coco Golf 
Joff rec- oh, uh, says Jimmy Butler offered her finals tickets before the playoffs started. <laughs> that's that's some great hey, Jimmy, good cocky call. Call, call in your shot. Or Riz God. Yeah, he he's just so fun, man. I, it's a bummer that he's been playing yeah, like he has this this last series, but um, yeah, it's gonna be this is gonna be wild. I'm excited for this finals, guys. I honestly, this over Celtics Warriors any day. I those are two teams where it's like, I don't know. Last last season's finals was was a letdown. I think particularly because the Celtics just didn't show up. But yeah, it was so embarrassing. So it's a new it's a new era now. We'll have to see what happens. Any predictions, Mike? You uh you have uh, Jokic over forty points in game one, right? Um, I'm I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked on a a, a breaking news. Well, it's not really breaking, but it was two <laughs> two hours ago. I'll answer uh-huh. your question oh. in a second. Uh, this is a Sports Illustrated article. Um. <laughs> I just it's too funny talking about that specific dude. <laughs> According uh-huh. to Josh Gerben, trademark attorney and founder of Gerben IP, <laughs> Jimmy Butler filed the trademark for in all caps Hemi Buckets on May twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. As in like six days ago. Butler wow. reportedly intends he intends to launch Hemi Buckets brands of coffee, soda, beer, bottled water, coffee cups and mugs, and clothing should his trademark be approved. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. That part is annoying to me. Well, but shit. You gotta, I guess you got to build your passive income what if we for did when that, you retire. What if we did all that real quick? Like, what if we just made a fuck ton of that sort of stuff real quick before the patent? Tried to copyright or, swipe yeah. them. <laughs> and just get in real quick, make a bunch of it. I love it. Yeah, I'm down to I'm down to cuck Jimmy. Hold his trademark hostage, and then just may, ha, he has to pay us out for the name. He has to invite us to the NBA Finals. <laughs> we sit next to Coco. Um, what was your Jokic question? You have him over forty points in Game One. You put a hundred dollars on it. I have him over ninety points in Game One. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, I I mean like. Okay, so it, you're Spo. You're a legendary, very good coach, good at adjustments, great game plan. What the fuck do you do against that big Serbian? Like Bam can't. Do you do you like just mm. let put Bam on him one on one and let him get whatever he wants oh, and try God. to stop stop everybody else, or do you have to double him? Well, I Spo is very good at 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 switching from man to zone defenses, like yeah, in an actually effective sure. way. So, I mean, I don't know how that factors into it, but, like, I could see, on the one hand, I could see a world where, yeah, like, you just, you kind of isolate Jokic and let him get what he wants if he's on, and then you just try to neutralize everybody else. But at the same time, like, he might be able to craft some kind of zone defense where you could really get two or three bot. I mean, there's just not a good strategy, as I'm saying it out loud. I'm just like, It's brutal. I'm like, if you collapse, if you collapse a zone, get two or three bodies on, uh, you know, Bam and I don't know whoever else. Then you have an incredible perimeter. And you, just have a, <laughs> you just have a, you got, you got a dunk lurker in Gordon. You got, uh, yep. you got just cr- sickness from uh, Jamal Murray. You just, there's just uh, Michael yeah. Porter Jr. having Michael Porter maybe Jr. his best three point shooting season. And he's six foot ten. Yeah. Just, 
I don't know. I think the size alone, the Nuggets size is just going to frustrate the shit out of Miami. Like, they've been successful in spite of their size disadvantage for most of these matchups, but gosh. And, I mean, can, can Miami really play in the paint is the question. Like, I know they've been shooting the lights out of the ball yeah. from, from three-point land this, Bam can't this playoff hit series. Bam can to save his life, at least last series. I, Bam has frustrated me so much. His, his like, only job is, like, 90s Pistons, like, just take someone's leg out. Well, dude, that's what I, I was saying last night. I was like, okay, if Anthony Davis, who by all accounts I think played spectacularly during that Nuggets series, if Anthony Davis just couldn't do jack shit against Jokic, right. like, I have no faith in Bam's no, ability. Bam's to, doing nothing. Like so, I don't know what's I don't know what Spo's gonna do. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. I want to say uh, let's let's do an official uh, guess for this for this finals. What number do you have the Nuggets in? Basically, <laughs> Nuggets five. Yeah, okay. I was I. That's, I like that too. My guess was also Nuggets in five. Should we be Nuggets in five as a pod? What if the Heat? What if the Heat prove pod us five. wrong? Let's do pod five. I do want to shout out myself from like three weeks ago. I literally called Heat in seven. Um, so Did you actually? Long-term fans of the pod will remember me. Long-term fans, get, I need receipts. Bullseyeing. Send receipts. Check it out. Make a TikTok out of it. <laughs> well, the TikTok's been a little bit dormant on account of my depression. <laughs> on account of your cake eating? Your <laughs> on account of a, how, cake. Many, how many cakes I've had to shovel in in the last four <laughs> weeks of basketball. <laughs> Maybe we'll um, get out of it. I do have one more fun fact before we get out of here, if you guys want to hear it. Let's do it. Close this out. Please don't forget. Nuggets, Heat. No, I got it. I'm reading it, Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, you never know. <laughs> Nuggets, Heat is the first time in 33 years that a finals matchup doesn't have someone who made first team all NBA. Oh, interesting. Last time wow. that happened was the 90 finals. Also, why Pistons the hell? Trailblazers. Did huh. Jokic not make first team All NBA? Cause Embiid. Because Mark Jackson didn't put him on his list, or was that MVP? It's probably I mean, and probably like the same. I but can't remember if M- it was Embiid probably got NBA first team and MVP yeah. and all that dumb shit. So yeah, that people were just riding the Embiid train too hard, yeah. and you can't. You know, it's positional. Oh, guys! Oh my God! I had I had jokes. I had written. Um, <laughs> oh, Bring them out. This, this is like two weeks. This is when the the Sixers lost. I had names. I had nicknames for the whole fucking team. Uh, let's run it. Let's <laughs> do you want to burn them? Too late. <laughs> let's go. Not really. I just had them for Embiid and Harden. Then they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is even better of a buildup. All right. So the first one was, and remember how bad they were in that last game. Yeah, that last two. Yeah. So it's Joel Rimbead. <laughs> nothing but Rim. <laughs> And then, it, guys, it takes a big dive oh, here. No. It goes downhill quick. Um, and this one's like one of two. It's either but or and, but it's Joel trusts the process, and the process is choking ass in the playoffs indeed. <laughs> <laughs> or cho- trust the pro- process, but the process is choking ass in the playoffs. Um, and then Joel M and M bead because he made it sweet for the C's all night, and they melted – when the Celtics turn to the oh, heat. I, I like these. Oh, these are in, inventive. You could have embarrassed a bunch of Sixers fans on Twitter with these. Oh, you could have smoked them. And then the last, I only have one for Harden. It was, it was 
I was sleepy, I think, by this time. But I spent like two hours on the last three years. <laughs> no, um, it's James. <laughs> this is so stupid. James, welcome back to Sandals Resorts, Cancun, Harden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got to sting, James. <laughs> wow, that's fun. Um, but yeah, I'm so mad. I forgot about that. Yeah, you gotta put all your one. notes in one place or something. <laughs> they are. I just never look at. Them. Oh yeah. Well, folks, we'll leave you with that. Remember how bad the Sixers were. If you're a Celtics fan, just remember. <laughs> yeah. Those, there were teams worse than you. Uh, we will. We'll see you next time, folks.